to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Hey everyone, and welcome back to God, Coffee, and Resilience. I am your host, Reese, and boy, oh boy, do I have some catching up to do with you. First of all, if you're new here, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. And after you listen to this episode, please take time to share this podcast with anybody you know that might actually enjoy some of the topics that we talk about or might just need a podcast to listen to. Maybe they're not a podcast type of person and you're trying to get them into listening to podcasts more. I tell you, we talk about some things on here all faith-based, all encouraging, all inspirational. Yeah. So please share and subscribe. And yeah, thank you for being here today. Um, If you noticed when this podcast is dropping, you're like, what in the world? She normally drops her podcast on Mondays and it's usually at 8 a.m. It is, child, it is. But let me give you an update. So in the last few weeks, I have received the sample of my journal. Here it is. And I'm so excited. Um, So for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about and you're not on YouTube watching the video, let me catch you up real quick. So God told me to create a journal for millennials to develop and foster um, a relationship with him and be more intimate with him so that they're able to hear his, his voice and do what needs to be done. And so at first I was like, God is crazy. You know, like I can't Canva this. I can't, you know, glue some pieces of construction paper together. Not this, like God asked me to do this. And I kind of already have a vision of how I want it to look. And so I kept looking and looking and looking and God put this, this website in my favor Went on the website, started shooting my shot at a whole bunch of sellers, got a ton of emails, but the first one that responded and was like about his business got me as a client. I mean, naturally. And so I showed him how I wanted the journal, um, how I wanted the inside to be designed, everything, and he brought it to life. So for those of you who, who have not seen the journal, this episode will be on YouTube. Also, you can go on youtube.com forward slash R-J-O-R-D-3. It'll go straight to my um, YouTube channel and you should be able to see this episode or the unboxing episode. Um, but for those of you who are watching it and you haven't seen that, I'll show you it here. So this is the journal. It has 1 Peter 5 and 7, and it has the scripture at the bottom. And then, of course, it has uh, 200 and some pages. It has tabs that you can use to keep up with everything for study, for worries, for prayer, for tithes and offering, and also budgeting. So I wanted a place where you could vent to God, and I wanted to create that space because I do believe a part of building intimacy is spending time with people, but always when you spend time with people, you might not always want to study. You might not always want to pray. You might just want to vent about something that had happened to you today or something that's going on in your life that's unpleasant or 
a question or a couple of questions you might have for God. And so I wanted to create a space where you have the opportunity to do that. And that journal is wonderful. I love it. It's available for pre-order now. I only ordered 200 copies. So once we sell out, we sell out. So please get on this bus with us and take this journey to building a foundation with God and intimacy with God so that you have the, so you connect it. Like, so you have the connection you need to fulfill your purpose and be in tuned and walk with God and talk with God and just all the things. So like I said, this is called the Intimacy Journal for Millennials, Spiritual Intimacy Journal for Millennials. This is the box it comes in. It's black and gold, very sleek design, very well designed. And I cannot wait until I get the rest of those packages. So please, if you don't follow me on social media, I'm at the Resilient PAC and let's move on. So topic for today, topic for today. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, this is what happened in the last week. Oh, the last two weeks. So I got the opportunity to teach at Yale University. Yes, this is the Yale that's in Connecticut. This is like, you know, there's Howard and then there's Yale. This is the Yale. Like the one of the teachers in the PA school department found me on YouTube, which led her to my website which led her to emailing me. And I was so taken back. I was like, who is she talking about? She want me to teach? And I've been saying like outwardly, like I'm, I'm going to teach. That's why I went back to school to get my doctorate degree in medical science. I'm going to teach. Um, and it's going to happen one day. I didn't think like the next week after I posted my credentials that I was going to get hired at Yale University. Okay, like this is just bananas and I'm just so excited. Like this is something I didn't even fathom or could see in my future or want or know to ask for myself or know to desire for myself. And it just fell in my lap and I was like this is such a God thing and I'm just going to thank God for it and I'm going to just keep pushing. So I'm excited. Um this might be the beginning of my teaching career and of course I'm teaching psychi- psych- psychiatric assessment and I'm hoping that they might plug me in on a guest lecture for psych too um in the future but until then um I will just be doing the psych assessment and I'm super excited to be a part of that and to be a part of this cohort's journey on their way to obtaining their degree for PAC and then well on the way to obtaining their degree for PA and then going through their boards to get that C. And I'm just excited I get to be a part of their journey. So that happened, wonderful. I had a lot of good news that happened, like the journal, um, all the marketing, um, Yale, like it was so many good things that just kept happening to me back to back to back to back. And then as those good things were happening, bad things were happening. Um, If anybody knows me, you know, my grandparents are my angels. They literally are now. But everybody knew when my grandpa passed away, that about killed me because that was the closest thing I had to a father. When my grandmother passed away this past week, it's like I knew it was coming, 
And if I if I take it even further, when I went on my trip to Mexico, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I went to Cabo for my birthday, my 27th birthday. And it was a moment. It was my last night in Mexico. And it was my birthday that day. And it was a moment I had. I was sitting at the dinner table by myself. And all of a sudden, this wave of sadness just came over me. And I was trying not to like let the tears run down my face. So I was like, you know how you like blinking your eyes, but then again, you're not trying to blink because you don't want the tears to run down your face. Like I had my makeup done. My hair was slayed. I had on a gown and I took myself out to eat. Um, I was at an all-inclusive hotel and it was my birthday. I went alone. And of course, I was in touch with my family by phone. But during that time, like my grandmother had declined so much to the point where my mom was no longer giving her the phone for me to talk to her. And I wasn't asking either. So some of that couldn't go on me. But a wave of, of sadness hit me. And I just knew in my heart that that was going to be the last birthday that my grandma was going to be here for. And I was like, I don't know if this is the devil. I don't know if this is the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, when you're, whenever your spirit knows something before it's actually come to pass, it kind of freaks you out. Because you're like, how else would I have known that? Only God knows when you know, exactly when you're going to go. But I was like, for sure. Yeah. Like I could definitely see my grandma being here another year. You never know what God is going to do. God has all the plays in his book. Like I'm just going to sit back and I'm not going to wish that over my grandma. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to tell anybody I had this incident, but I did. I told my therapist about that that moment of sadness, it was uh, it literally, it was a wave. It was so overwhelming that I had waiters and waitresses passing by the table and they were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. But my eyes were so glossy and it looked like I was going to cry. It literally, like as, as much as I tried to act like I wasn't bothered by anything and just trying to enjoy my birthday and trying to enjoy them singing happy birthday to me right after they did, I went to my room and I just bawled my eyes out. I was already grieving before it had even happened. And that was September of last year. So fast forward to like the beginning of February. Like I went home the beginning of January, January the 6th through the 12th. That whole week I was there. I took care of my grandma by myself. We had down our little routine. I spent time with her. I talked to her. We watched church together, but most of the time she was in and out of sleep. So it really wasn't too much talking. And then sometimes during the middle of our conversation, she'll get confused and then she'll start crying or then she'll start crying out. And so it really like the grandmother, I knew her personality had changed because of the dementia and she wasn't there anymore, but she was still there enough that she recognized who I was and stuff. It was just, I couldn't carry on conversation with her like I could before. And so my grandfather had Alzheimer's too. And so I was hoping that I wouldn't have to go through that again with another grandparent, but I was like, well, can there's nothing we can really do. I mean, we tried to get help. Um, but ultimately what happened was 
her provider that she had wasn't really a good provider. Cause you know, once you get past a certain age, they will say, Oh, they're having these problems because they're old or, Oh, their quality of life. Isn't that good. We're not going to operate or, Oh, this or, Oh, that. And me being in medicine, I know like, okay, if somebody is 90 something and they're having a stomach bleed, do I really think that the, the that the surgery is going to add a benefit to their life? Probably not. Um, but should I still continue to do what's in the best interest of the patient? Yeah. But if they have a million other ailments going on and I want to cut on them, no, nah, I probably won't. So as incidents, incidents like that, I'm just like, okay, I understand both sides. I am part of the family and I want them to do everything they can to prolong my grandmother's life. On the flip side, on the medicine side of things, I understand like she was already like the AFib. I mean, all the things that had happened in the last eight months and she never had any of these problems before just came about and it just took over. And she went from taking a, a one medicine, two medicines and a supplement a day to taking like 10 to 13 medications in eight months. And her quality of life was poor. She couldn't even get up and walk. She was basically bedridden and depended on us for everything. And I know that's not how she would have wanted to live out her golden years. And she was suffering and all the things. So ultimately she passed that Friday and um, we had her funeral the following week it seems like everything just feels like a blur. I probably have the timing wrong, but I went home for a week and I was there to help and take care of my mom because she's not doing too good, but she's not like declining at that rate. She just needs to get into physical therapy, to be honest, but she's fine otherwise. Um, so I'm there trying to help my brother out because it's just me and him now. But the thing that really hit me when my grandma left though, besides seeing her stretched out in the casket like that was just realizing that I went from saying, you know, I don't, in my immediate family is all I have. And I have, it's me, my brother, my mom, my grandma, and my grandpa. Since my grandma and grandpa is gone, now it's just me, my brother, and my mom. And how our immediate family circle just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I just started to feel like kind of like depressed because I was like, God, like pretty soon it's just, I mean, I know that day is coming and I pray it don't come no time soon, but pretty soon it's just going to be me and my brother at some point. And then whoever goes first out of that will be left alone and that hurt. I mean, of course, if we ever find somebody with some sense and have kids and get married, sure. But if we don't, like, you know, it's it's scary getting old because you never know. And I mean, I'm only 27 years old and I'm saying this, but to be honest, like you just look up one day and you're 62 or 73 or 94 and the near is coming, the end is coming nearer and nearer. And you're just like, what, what can I do about it? It's inevitable. There is nothing that you can do about it. And I know to an extent, it feels like I'm just like rambling off at the mouth, but this is honestly like how I feel. And podcasting is really therapeutic for me 
So I got on here and I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to share this with you because I'm sure I'm not the only person who is dealing with loss or grief. I think I am at the point of acceptance, but I feel like I keep going in between acceptance and depression, acceptance and depression. And I just know that there's no straight way to grieve. That's why there's five stages of grief, but it's not all concrete and black and white in textbook. You know, I feel like I'm going to continue to keep feeling waves of grief, like for Mother's Day. Matter of fact, let's go even closer. Valentine's Day. I always get my grandma a card and she always go to the Dollar Tree and buy me and my brother the little hearts. Well, this year I put her card in the mail so that it could get to her before Valentine's Day. And when I came home for her funeral, she had just got it that day in the mail. And my mom was like, thank you for my card. And my brother was like, thank you for my card. And I was like, yeah, I sent grandma a card too, but now she won't be able to read it. It just, it's a lot for me right now. But I am choosing to grieve in my own way, in my own time. I will like outwardly say, I think that I'm trying to distract myself. Um, but I do know like I'm getting back into therapy so I can keep my head on straight because the last thing my grandmother would want me to do is to get off track with being productive and get off track from my dreams and get off track and get distracted and get all caught up. That's what she won't want. I know that life is short and in the blink of an eye, I'll see her again. But between now and then, like I just need to continue going forth with my goals because that is what she would want me to do. And that is the same way I had to think when my grandpa left that I promised him I would finish college. And here I am, I just graduated with my doctorate degree. So I know he is celebrating and dancing in, in heaven. And my grandmother was here to see me complete everything. And she told me how proud she was of me. So I know I don't have to guess. And I don't have to guess if she loved me or if I told her I loved her, she knew. Because after my grandpa passed, I made it my like mission to come over to my grandma house every day. And when I moved away, I called her every afternoon. So she would feel like I never left. So, um, yeah, guys, I think that to anybody that's out there grieving, just know you're not alone. If you lost a loved one, um, and we will make it through this. Um, I do feel like this season right here is hard. Ever since 2020 hit, it's been harder because people are dying exponentially. Um, COVID's been taking people out left and right, but also God is just snatching people out of here left and right. And maybe it is their time to go. And I'm not angry with God or anything. I'm just saying, don't take life for granted. I mean, that's the best thing I can say is try to live your life to the fullest and make it have meaning and make the years count instead of counting the years and all the things because you just never know when your time is coming. And you don't have to be old to go either. You can go while you're young. So be careful of the decisions you make and the choices you make and the people you hang with. I'm just taking life more seriously now. And I was taking it seriously before. But I think my whole perspective just shift to exactly how short life really is. 
and what our main focus of life should be, which is God. I mean, spending time with God, reading my Bible, um, and talking to God and praying to God and listening to God and having a relationship with God. That's why me making the intimacy journal for millennials is so important. And that is why I want you to join this journey with me. And that's why, you know, God sees me and he understands my pain. I know he does. And when I hurt, he hurts too. But I also want somebody out there to know that too. Somebody who's been church hurt, somebody who's like, God doesn't see me. Well, if God was real, he wouldn't have allowed this to happen or the divorce to occur or the abuse to occur or whatever the blank is for you. But seriously, like head over to the resilientpa.com forward slash store. Check out the intimacy journal. I want all the things that God have for you. I didn't even want to put a year on the journal. I didn't even want to put it in a box like that. Just in case somebody orders the journal like in a couple weeks next month and it's already March and people just feel like, oh, I should have brought it in January. We're almost done with the first quarter. Like none of that matters. It's just an open journal for you to write in, to study the word, to vent to God, to budget and to pray for you and other people. And I want you to have the space for that. Um. And for the next coming months, guys, I just want you to keep me and my family in prayer. But I also want to pray for you, too. Um, and so if you like, you know, bow your eyes, like close your eyes, bow your head real quick. Let me go ahead and close this out. Father God, thank you for being with us today during this episode, Lord. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for letting us know that the weary that the, the people who grieve, that you are right here with us. You are right down in the middle and the thick of it with us. And God, thank you that every time I'm in your presence, um, I can also be in the presence of my loved ones because they are with you. And so they're, I'm never really far apart from them. And for sure, in you, I find myself. And so all the answers that I'm looking for is also within you. So you are the answer to everything, Father God. And I just want people to keep their focus on you, Father. I hope that you bless this journal, Jesus, and that the people that you want to have it will get it. God, I pray. I pray to you if it's in your will. If you want me to order more copies, I will. But I do foresee us selling out. God, I thank you for putting women in my in my life that has purpose and women who motivate me and actually genuinely care for me and want to see me do well. God, please cover us for the rest of this week and be with us. And when we're alone and when we're crying and when we're sad and when we need you, please remind us that you're here. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. Amen. This is enough for me. Thank you for tuning in this week. Like I said, please go by the Resilient PA I have coffee mugs. I have a whole line called She Is Becoming. We got shirts in all colors. We got totes. We got wine tumblers. We got um, coffee mugs in black and white. So, I mean, just go ahead, swing by the website. It will be down in the description box if you're on YouTube. If you are on Apple or Spotify or any of the other ones, check the show notes or just type in the resilientpa.com forward slash store. And I'll see you later, guys. Take care. Bye bye.
for tuning in to this week's episode of God Coffee and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God Coffee and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at The Resilient PA. 